Hello everybody, welcome to Eagle Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about playing sports as a homeschooler. My name is Nate. Um, I have been homeschooled since kindergarten and I've played uh, soccer, track, basketball, wrestling. Um, Currently I just play soccer and track and I'm a rising junior in high school. I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Reagan. I am in ninth grade and I've been homeschooling since kindergarten and currently I'm a freshman who's playing soccer and I'm joined here by Emma. Yeah, I'm going on my second year in college. I've played uh, soccer since I was six and I've done a few other sports and I've been homeschooled since I was in kindergarten. Yeah, so first off, I think we'll talk about the sports within the school. In some states, homeschoolers are allowed to play sports at public schools. For example, Pennsylvania, where we live, we can play sports at the public schools, but other states, like Maryland, can't. So we'll talk about other options later in the podcast. Uh, But for us, we sign up, we join the team. Uh, Other kids, you know, they'll have... Uh, the practice directly after school, whereas we get dropped off, you know, in our cars, drive up, <laughs> and then get out. Uh, maybe, Reagan, you can describe the process a little bit more in <laughs> detail. Hey. Um. <laughs> so what would happen when, like, practice would start? Uh, I mean, you would start practice. It wouldn't be much different. Everyone else would drive there, too, unless we're going to a game. Well, no. If it was practice, you would drive there. And if it was like, for for example, for like middle school, everybody would walk from the school to the practice field, whereas yes. you would be dropped off. So yeah. you'd probably like pass some of your friends walking from the school to the practice field as you're in your car driving past them. I mean, yeah, I'll wave to them and that would be it. I mean... And then we'll get to practice, and we'll go do practice. Yeah, and then get picked up by your mom, or, you know, if you can drive like I can, you drive home. Uh, There's another thing with games. You know, there's home games and away games. Home games, you just show up in uniform and head to the stadium. For soccer, in my case, you show up in uniform, you head to the stadium, just like everyone else, because usually the games are later in the day, so everyone's driving there pretty much, but then... For away games, since everyone takes the bus, um, they're getting out of school early. Uh, we just go to the parking lot, wait for the bus to get there, and then as soon as it gets there, hop on the bus with everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was kind of weird at first, like when I was in middle school when we first started riding the bus, because it was like, well, for one, it was one of the first times that I had ridden in a bus before, because I hadn't, I like had no reason to. And two, we got there and the parking lot was like pretty much empty, except for, I mean, there was a few other homeschoolers there. So when I first got there, I had no idea what to do. And I basically just waited until the coach showed up. And then I followed him in the school because the school was locked. So all my teammates were in the school because they got into the locker room to change into their uniforms. And I was already in my uniform and I was locked out of the school. So I was basically just sitting in the car. So it was a little weird at first. But um, I just, I remember once you got used to it, once you, like, if you knew people on the team and they realized that, like, you were going to be locked out of the school, then you could just, 
I don't know, set up a time where people will meet you at the door and let you in so that you didn't have to sit in the parking lot by yourself. Yeah, and like you were saying, everyone else is in the locker room. And I'm not sure if you guys know this because you both played soccer, but I played basketball. Some sports, you know, you meet in the locker room before games. So for soccer, which isn't one of the sports, even before the practices, everyone else goes to the locker room to change into their gym clothes and then they go to practice. And then before games, you know, if it's an away game, they'll go to the locker room, get into uniform, go to the school bus. Well, for other sports, if you're homeschooled, then you do have to go into the locker room. Say for basketball, um, where you have your half times in the locker rooms, you know, your pre games in the locker rooms, your post games in the locker rooms. That's where you would go. So you got to locate the locker rooms, you know, find your way in there, put your stuff in there, and then kind of get used to it. And then for road games, for say basketball, um, most other sports, if you know, it's not a locker room sport, I'll say, then you just show up in you know, your uniform, but if you're one of those sports, like I say a locker room sport, I guess, you know, you show up in, you know, dress clothes and you pack your uniform with you, and then when you get in the locker room, you change with everyone else and then get ready for the game. So that, that's another difference, I'd say, between the homeschoolers and the public schoolers. That's a little bit different how you do that. Um, is there anything else you guys want to point out about school sports? Well, when I was always like coming to away games i never rode the bus that much because i only had one middle school season but i was with other homeschoolers so i wasn't like the only homeschooler in my group there are other people there which was kind of nice so did you like carpool with other homeschoolers no but like it was it usually wasn't just me waiting outside of the school I was usually with someone else until the bus came or the coach let me in. So, like, for away games, you rode to the other school separately from the bus? No, I rode to the school, but I wasn't the only homeschooler on the team. So there were other people there with me, so it wasn't just me waiting outside the school until someone let me and the other person in. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. I will say, it gets easier like from when I was in middle school like first being on like a school team to like when I was a senior in high school it was so much easier when I was a senior in high school because I had everything down I knew what was happening Uh, but when I was in middle school like I didn't even know the school like when I went into the school I'd need another person with me so that I wouldn't get lost Um, but so I do think that's a little bit different um, because you're not in the school like for track I did that the first time when I was a sophomore in high school, and the coach emailed and was like, okay, everybody's meeting in the cafeteria. Well, I had no idea where the cafeteria was because I was a homeschooler, and I'd never gone into the school before, like, past the locker room, which is right inside the door. Um, So I remember that was kind of stressful for me because I was supposed to find the cafeteria at this point in time, and I'm like walking through the school, not really sure where I'm going. I think I ended up texting one of my friends who was previously on uh, my soccer team to meet me at the door and show me where the lock, um, show me where the cafeteria was. That was really stressful and that was really confusing. Still, I don't think I actually realized where the cafeteria was until I was a senior because I just, I mean, I wasn't walking to it every day. The only times that I was meeting there was 
like the first day of track or if it was raining outside for track because when I was at like when I was doing soccer I never had to go that far into the school so that that was like probably like a huge difference like between being a homeschooler and a public schooler like I just had no idea where anything was and I also remember for soccer our coach um he wanted us to do weight training and so we were all supposed to meet in the weight room obviously I had no idea where that was either so it's just it just is goes along with the I have no idea where anything is because I'm a homeschooler yeah that's a great point you make another thing we should point out is you know some of the technical things that you have to do um, to become part of these teams I'd say the best thing you can do is get in touch with the coach of whatever sport you want to play for so um, if you know what school district you're in, uh, go to their website and then go to the athletic page, you know, find the coach, email them or text them, see when practices are, um, we can go out and play. And then usually the coach um, will explain things to you, you know, just tell you what you need to do. Um, and that makes it fairly simple. But usually you'll need to have a physical that's, you know, recent. So either at your doctor or they um, sometimes do them at the school too. Um, so just pay attention to when those dates are at the school. Or if you can't make those, then do it with your doctor. Also, there's usually a few forms you have to fill out um, to be part of the team, um, like code of conduct or um, other forms like that. Also, um, you have to take a concussion test, at least in my experience. Um, and that's, you know, every few years and you just got to make sure usually the coach will tell you this stuff you know if you join the team but these are just the things that you have to do um you also i believe have to pay a 50 dollar athletic fee to you know play the sport so those are just some of the things you have to do to actually join the team um and after that you know when, once you get used to it go to a few practices you kind of get into a routine and you, and you start you know figuring out what you have to do and you get used to it um it, it becomes pretty simple after a while i'd say um yeah I, i'd say that's most of what we have to say about the sports at the school is, mm-hmm. is there anything else i don't think so i think for me it was just a lot easier once i like had friends on the team because it was just easier to do pretty much anything like that had to do with like meeting up at the school because you had people who were public schoolers that could help you out so I'd say that's probably like one thing that like that was the one thing that really helped me out was like the people on my team because um sometimes they would get announcements over like the speaker while they were in class and so like just knowing and like having them text you if like your coach forgets to text you because like the game got canceled, but everybody had that announcement over, like, over the speakers at school, and I was, like, the only one not to. They would be the ones to text me. So, I'd say um, just having, like, friends who are public schoolers, like, people on your team, like, really, really helped for me. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the other um, ways you can play sports, because uh, some states, you know, do not allow homeschoolers to play sports at the public schools. And also, um, there may be just a better option for you personally. Um, first off, there's, you know, rec sports, which you can join. Um, you know, for us, we all played soccer, so we joined the local rec soccer team when we were fairly young. 
which is just, you know, five minutes down the road, you play at a public park. Um, it's, it's not a big commitment in comparison, you know, school sports, it's practice five days a week. And then in season, you know, up to three games a week. Um, obviously on the days you have a game, you don't have a practice. So you take the practice off those days. And then, you know, for rackets, like say like two practices a week and then maybe a game on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Um, or, or your guys' experience with AYSL, which was how we played rec soccer. Well, my experiences was going into middle school after playing AYSL was I knew most of the people there because usually what happens is if you're playing in the rec league, then after you are too old for it, you go straight into middle school and then high school. So what really helped was that the fact that I have already been playing with most of the players on my team before I went into middle school. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the same for me. Um, it was, I think that's where I actually learned to, like, love soccer because it was very, it was like, it's for most, mostly I think it's for younger people. Like, I started when I was six playing AYSL all the way up until I think I was 14, and that's when I transitioned to high school. But I even played AYSL while doing middle school, um, soccer, and it was the same thing. Like, I already knew most of the people because they like the people who played AYSL also played high school with me and that's I feel like that's not always the case because AYSL is less of a commitment and so some people like to play club soccer which is more of a commitment and so I think it just depends for me and for Reagan most of the people who played AYSL transitioned into playing middle school and high school it was it, yeah I really enjoyed that and sometimes they would have tournaments like uh over the weekend instead of just having one game on saturday they'd have a few on saturday and a few on sunday and that was always really fun yeah i'd I'd say um no rec league was definitely a lot less of a commitment a lot easier you know if you're just starting out it's a lot easier to join Mm -hmm. um they're not hard to find you know You'll see a lot of signs up for, you know, soccer leagues or softball leagues, baseball leagues. Um, When you're just, you know, driving around, you you see a lot of signs of them. And it's very easy to find, you know, if you just do a Google search of your area, you can probably find a rec league Mm -hmm. for your sport. So that's that's always a good option um, if you you don't want to play sports at the school or if you're not allowed to in your state. Mm -hmm. Um, there's There's also the next step up, which is club sports, which... It's similar to rec sports, except it's like the next step up competitively. So it's a little bit more of a commitment. It's, you know, more money and um, it's a lot higher competition too, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Don't some teams have tryouts for their um, club teams? Yeah, there's also, you know, tryouts. So you might not make the team or, you know, it'll be an A team and a B team and a C team. And, you know, you'll make one of those. Um, yeah, club, club is definitely an option too if you know uh, you want a bit higher commitment, higher competition than rec, but either you can't play high school sports or it just doesn't you know work out for you. And then club is definitely a good option too. Or even in the off season for your sport in high school, like I know for me, play high school soccer in the fall, but then in the spring, you know, I play club soccer. 
So a lot of people do it like that. Or even in winter, I'll play um, indoor club soccer. Um, so it's it definitely helps you, you know, stay active when you're not in season and just helps you take your uh, skills to the next level, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember um, I was on a club team my junior and sophomore year. No, my junior and senior year while I was also on the track team. So um, that was a little different. It was kind of hard to split the time between the two sports because some days you'd have um, invitationals for track, which are all day events. And you could leave, but depending on how many events you're in, like if you're in four different events that are at like, like really different times spread out throughout the day, then you can't really leave. And so sometimes like if you're doing a club sport and also another sport like with the school or even, I don't know, maybe another club sport, uh, just different, um, it, you kind of have to split and like pick which one you prioritize. Like sometimes I would miss club games because I was playing for the school um, or I was competing for the school track team and I put the, I put the track team at a higher priority for me. I don't, I don't know why, I guess I just, because it was a school, it was the school team, I guess I put that on a higher priority for me, so sometimes I'd miss club games to go to track meets or track invitationals. Yeah, I'd say club is definitely, you know, a good option. It's very similar how you find it to rec, you know, just, you know, go on your community and um, see what they have to offer. Personally, I found my current club team just because we were, you know, looking online for, you know, um, a new club team. And my dad found one, he emailed the coach, found out when a tryout was, I showed up to the tryout, and then they put me on a team, and then now I'm on the team, you know, I go to practices, I got my uniform, I'm just, you know, fully part of the team now, and it just started with, you know, Google searching it online, I guess. Um, it's, it's really that easy, just uh, find whatever is in your community, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, d- definitely a good option, I'd say. Uh, is there anything you would like to add, Reagan? Mm, not really. I don't think I actually played club. Oh, true. You've always played a- AYSO or school sports. Yeah. I probably should play club eventually. Well, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think I started playing club until I was in, like, in high school. I started pretty late. I think a lot of my friends, they played AYSO and club. Yeah. But I think I waited um, until high school to start actually playing club. Is there anything else in general you guys would like to add? I can't think of anything right now. All right. I, I think that's it for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, make sure to check the links in the description. Uh, hope you have fun.